Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Seattle. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian Crash Bandicoot Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Dexamethasone Fortner. What's going on, man? Salutations, sir. Salutations, Salutations and good mornings. And, and, and salute, as usual. These nicknames are funny, man. I can't believe we're still doing that shit. Like, I, at first, <laughs> did I ever tell you? I, I don't know if I've ever told you. Have I told you? Like, at first, like... I had a moment, like maybe episode eight. I was like, "Why the fuck do we have nicknames every weekend?" <laughs> every weekend. Like, why? Like, whose idea was that? That was my idea, pure. <laughs> I don't even know why. I think I heard it somewhere once, and I was like, "That sounds like fun to do." Give yourself a new nickname. But then we immediately talked about in the early episodes how people who give themselves nicknames are bogus, and we don't want to be friends with them. <laughs> and we've literally given ourselves 120 different nicknames. Well, right, right, right. But it's 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 also just for fun. It's it's the it's the farce of it all. That that's it really that's, is. Therein lies the joke. Therein lies the joke and ridiculous nature of everything. Uh, and you know, once again, where either you can only be wrong or you can only be right. There's no in between. There's no nuance. <laughs> either it sucks or it's great. Uh, <laughs> There's no nuance to this conversation, Todd. That's just the reality. All I, all I can think about right now is fucking Finkel's dick. It's fucking up my whole mind. It's fucking crazy. I've had the St. Crispian's Day speech from Henry V on my brain all morning, and I don't know why. I really so last don't know. So yeah. Let, let's talk about <laughs> Last of Us 2. Let's talk about what, what who we are. Did we do that? Am I tripping? No, we haven't done that yet. So if this is your first time joining us, this is a video game show. Welcome to Skip the Tutorial. Me and Todd get together every week, and we talk about our one of our favorite things in the world, which is video games. We break down what we've been playing, uh, the news, and a roundtable. Sometimes we break down uh, top seven, sometimes a top 100, sometimes we have guests. Um, we're kind of a diverse show. We do a lot of different things, like our portfolios. Always diverse kids. Always diverse your investments. Um, no, but really, this week it's going to be, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing, the news, and a roundtable. Todd, what is our roundtable this week? We're going to talk about some, I mean, you know, we're going to do clickbait shit today, baby. Yeah, uh, last of my us, favorite. Last of Us Last of Us 2 came out, and just we're going to just have a deeper discussion on the game, of what, you know, where we are right now. It's not like we get review copies around this, but, bitch, so, you know, we're paying out of pocket and playing as motherfuckers as you play it uh, and just giving where we at. Um, I'm a little bit further ahead right now, uh, but... Ryan's perspective is already really dope as usual. So we're gonna not just talk about the game, but talk about some of the surrounding um, issues around the game itself. You know, on what's going on in society, Nizal. Uh But yeah, man, I didn't. I, I skipped and and asked you to do the introduction and didn't fucking ask you how you doing. Like, how are you doing, bro? <laughs> man, I'm good. Especially after last week, um, we got some great feedback on last week's show. People seem to really love it. We had some tribe members on. That is something we're going to be doing in the future. We've already gotten a couple of emails. So if you are interested in doing that, skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com or you can text me at, no, nah, I'm kidding. You ain't getting my phone number. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is something we plan on doing because as we said it this week, last week, this is really the tribe show. I mean, it's our show, but it's the tribe show. We're bringing everybody in. 
Um, this is a community program. That's what we're saying. It's a community program. You can't program. text nobody, though. And Hell shit no. Don't be emailing me how you feel about life. <laughs> no, you can you email me. Just don't text me. Like, just, I don't want pictures. Like Boundaries, I'm, is that what it is? <laughs> boundaries, yes. There's nothing wrong with healthy boundaries, Todd. I learned that in my right. counseling classes. There's literally nothing wrong with healthy boundaries. All I'm saying is after the Chile incident, go back to episode whatever to hear about that. I had to take a counseling class about healthy boundaries. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Let's just say Street Fighter 2 and Chile brings up healthy boundary points. That's all I'm valid. saying. It's, it's just, yeah, it's a valid point, right? How are you doing? I don't know if I even asked you. Did I ask you how you're doing? Yeah, you did, man. This is what, look, this is kind of why we are going to talk about what we're going to talk about because I think we're both <laughs> fucked up right now for the entertainment we've chosen to ingest <laughs> yes, and the timing right. of said entertainment. I want to go back like, to the Muppets. <laughs> like this like this existential questions on whether, whether or not, you know, like do we need joy? Like, of course we need joy. But this is what kind of fucking place that we're in. I mean, we had this whole, I mean, part of it, I'm not going to lie, the whole cellular death conversation before us recording yes. probably got us to where we got to get on, get in line real quick. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they won't have to suffer through this with us this week. You want to hear an interesting fact? Cellular death, it's about uh, cells trying to reach an ultimate balance. It's a very like just like I swear to God, when you started talking about that shit, I just zoned <laughs> off thinking about DBZ's fucking warrior tournament. Yeah, so don't it was blame just, you. Like, like, it, like don't feel bad. Like, <laughs> like, I, like it was funny because you were just like, "Oh man, I'm sorry for starting this out with an existential dread thing." Don't worry, I was thinking about collecting Dragon Balls. <laughs> no, it's good. Sometimes I just go to Yu Yu Hakusho or One Piece in my mind. As I said once to my mom, which did not go well when I was a teenager. I said, yeah, when your voice reaches a certain level like of decibel, my brain just shuts off and I start playing music in my head. Like, I mean, it's, it, maybe it's a meditative thing that you've adapted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you can just, you know, is. but they're, they're, they're in lies again, man. It's just about perception. People can be talking about the same thing sometimes and thinking about the same thing sometimes. Um, Therein you know, lies the rub. Look at it different. I will say this leading into the round table. One issue that's kind of around the last of us thing is this a pure example. Let's talk about this on the show. At, at its core, we try to have it be a situation where we look at uh, a simple product or hobby or place of enjoyment where we could come together and agree upon things. But this shit is like another example of it just beat into me like, is it though? Is it the place or is it a place where it just shows the worst of us and and separation i don't know anymore like, I, I know where i would like know. it to be but then i look at it and i'm like well god damn what the fuck we need another henry the fifth that's what we need we need another speech from henry the fifth to rouse people's ambitions we few we happy few we band of brothers come on that's what we need in entertainment these I would days for Obama at this point What's that? But, uh, that's a, I said I would settle for Obama at this point. <laughs> Just anything. I would settle for what Dick Gregory or Richard Pryor or Ooh. something. Just somebody say something. His biography yeah, uh, was really good. Dick Gregory's. His autobiography was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, I mean, did you want to get into what we've been playing, man? I, like, I don't want to yeah. go down that road. I, I really do want to talk about the game itself. Like, I, I thought actually we were just going to initially maybe just fucking talk about the games. 
but I'm glad we kind of going to the game itself. But it's just like to stretch it and stretch it out because I need some space to even think about. Yeah, the game is like, for real. I do feel like Finkel. I feel like Ace Ventura when he found out some shit that he, you know, with and he just in the shower. You know what I'm saying? Like say that's part he, of. I thought you were gonna say when he crawled out of the rhino's butt in Ace Ventura Part Two. Yeah. That was like the beginning. That's a, that's a, I feel like that too. I feel a bit like that too. Like there was a rebirth from it. You know what I'm saying? But Last of Us 2 has been making me feel like, you know, Ace Ventura in the shower on yeah. the first one. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that. Um, real quick up front, though, we got a couple other games to talk about. But did you want to give like your just like score, like your general score about where you <laughs> yes. are? Anybody, thank you. Reminded me, sir. The uh, I never do scores like that, yeah. but when I do do them, it's kind of is to be childish. Uh, and I have not beaten the game, but people are talking about the game and haven't even played it, so that's even more of a reason for me it's to true. be petty. I have, I told you though, I told you, you know, I what I got it fucking release night. I fucking set an alarm, woke back up, got up, it was downloaded, pre downloaded, 11 o'clock, start the game, 44 minutes in. I was like, let me just go to fucking sleep again. Because whatever, but you know, this is a rare time. It's a window. I got time for it. I told y'all I would at least get ten to seventeen hours in. I have done that. I'm like, I, I don't want to say the specific time. I should have looked it up before we started recording. But I'm, I've, I'm at the point to where all intro, all enemy classes have been introduced to me, and I can give you a score to kind of maybe help with your pockets, maybe a little bit, and then I'll break down in the round table how, like, what aspects of. How I got to my little score that I made, yeah. Childish. But right now, I would give it a seven point two six seven. I like flat it. Flat out, I like it. That's the perfect score, in my opinion. Seven point two six seven. Seven point two six seven. That's beautiful. Seven point two six seven. That I'll, is I'll break down. We'll get into how I got how we got there, and we can have that conversation. Hopefully, have some fun with that down the result. But yeah, seven point two six seven. Um, based on about five categories, breaking it down, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. You know what I'm talking about? Wait. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, else have you been playing this week, though? Nah, man. What have you been playing? Because <laughs> you've been playing the bee's knees, man. What have you been playing? Man, I've spent all week gaming and not on Last of Us Part 2 because I'll be real honest. If I spent all week playing Last of Us Part 2, I may not want to record this morning. I may just go sit in a park and question life as I stare at the chessboard in front of me and think about what my next move is, or I try to find some ikigagi chart and like be like, am I even on my life's path? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> the old sad music, listen to 80s, mo- 80s mixes from the Breakfast Club era, and just be like, well, I don't know about life. Uh, no, I have been playing some fun stuff, though. So first I do want to say that I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh, the, 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 what, what edition is this called? The definitive edition. I had to get the giant box out with the art book because I couldn't remember what it was called. Dude, Xenoblade Chronicles is amazing. This is kind of my perfect style of RPG where there is a sci-fi fantasy story to this RPG. And it's kind of an interesting sci-fi story with some really cool characters. It takes place in an alternate world where the world is basically built off these two titans who had fought ancient times like that's the land that you live on is the bodies of these two titans you know and you live on there and you you have the mechanis and the bionis and you're a bionis which is basically human and then you have the mechanis which is basically uh to lack of a better word it's uh transformers 
that's what they are. They're mechanical, like, beings that don't talk. You can't ever hurt them. The only way you can hurt them in battle is by stunning them. Or unless you have this special weapon, which I currently have in the game. Uh, because you get it very early on and it becomes your main weapon. And forgive me, I think it's... I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a the Monado. That's what they call it, the Monado. Um, it's really got this awesome open world exploration system with an RPG with a straight storyline but a bunch of side quests a bunch of monsters in the world that you can level up on so it's got this kind of bizarre monster hunter aspect to it it's also got a very cool combat system where you have automatic attacks but you have an arts menu uh, where you can go through and as your arts time in it's almost like an MMO except you're not constantly having to push the attack button and then balance that on top of that but you're also balancing the combat system, you're balancing what characters do what, how you stack your party, what affinities you line up with your party. Um, and then because you get the Monado, the Monado actually allows you to see the future. So if an enemy is about to do like a large attack that's going to kill one of your party members, you'll actually see it and you'll have an opportunity to respond. So if you're playing as the main character and they're going to kill you, you have the opportunity to like throw up a shield so you don't die. Or if it's another character, you have the opportunity to go warn them. And if you warn them, it gives them an opportunity to do an arts move so that they can counteract the move that's coming up. It's a very clever system. I really love it. Um, Xenoblade originally came out for the Wii. This remastered edition is beautiful, Todd. It is gorgeous. They did a lot of really neat work to it. Um, they added a whole new, uh, essentially post credit storyline that you can play through. I'm, I'm in love with Xenoblade. I don't know how else to put it. It's, you know, I'm probably 14, 15 hours deep into the game. It's about a 45 hour completion rate is from my understanding of it. I'm really taking my time with it because I'm enjoying the grind aspect. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just grinding out levels. I'm just walking through these fields and it's just a gorgeous game. They did a really great job. If you like JRPGs, if you like Monster Hunter, if you like MMOs, this is the type of game to get because it's actually got an interesting storyline and very interesting characters. And this was a little thing on my list um, that I really appreciated from Xenoblade. The characters, the voice acting for the English voice acting, they make them British. So they sound way better because I can't tell when a British person is bad at acting. I can tell when an American person is bad at acting but it makes it easier for me to digest. They could be a terrible actor. Idris Elba tested positive for COVID-19. <laughs> I love Idris Elba. Charles Minor from The Office. Um, I don't know what. I apologize for that. that I just <laughs> no, felt like true. saying something. I didn't even. You said something about the UK. I was joking I anyway. About The Last of Us too. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's a it's a fun game. Like it's. I really enjoy it. It's a good kind of relaxing RPG experience. Okay. Um, now, you, you did tell me it's better than the Booty Shorts version. Yes. I remember you tried to give me uh, Xenoblaze, and, I, you know, I figured, oh, my, you know, I, I rely on my girl a lot with the game, too, just to get a different perspective. And she just got hung up on the Booty Shorts. And it just looked, it looked beautiful on the game. And, and maybe maybe it just wasn't the JRPG for me to be introduced to. Yeah. In the series, like, would this be the one that you feel more confident to say, okay, go ahead and just play this one. You won't be focused so much on, on booty short guy. Correct. Uh, this is the one okay. where 
in my opinion, as far as like the Xenoblade combat system, and because I've played Xenoblade Chronicles, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and Xenoblade Chronicles X, this is the best version of that game. This is, they're all different games, but as far as that combat system, the introduction of it, and the implementation of it, this is my favorite version. I like X. I think this is really important to focus on right now to go back to, to based on what you said earlier about diversification, baby, because shit's weird. Fifty nine ninety nine plus tax. Worth it. You're gonna okay. get you're gonna get forty plus hours of it. Um, you know, it's a game where you can explore and do different side quests and different open world quests. There's a billion different enemy types to fight, and each enemy comes with its own challenge. Sometimes it's like you'll find a giant worm in a cave, and it's a special like they 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 they, they it, a billion enemies. They um. Uh, they put the highlight around the name like a shiny Pokemon, and they're just like, hey, if you kill this enemy, you're going to get a bunch of stuff from it that you may not get elsewhere, but they're going to be super hard, just warning you. The boss fights are incredible, Todd. Let me put you like that. The boss yeah, fights are all incredible. sounded like an Avatar parody. It kind okay, of so is. Fire as, uh, fire, fire as boss fights. Okay. Yeah. Turn-based, though, right? No, it's not turn-based. It's not turn based. Okay, I'm tripping. No, it's okay. it's real time action. The only thing that your timer ticks down is your art skills. Like that's it. So it's it's really enjoyable and I like it. And it does like it depends like the thing that I like about it too is unlike most RPGs like this, it depends on how far away from the enemy you are or whether or not your attacks will land. So if you're too far away from the enemy, they're not going to land. So I really enjoy it, man. It's 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 a good game. It's a really good game. I can tell. I felt the I felt I yeah. felt the joy. Like I needed that. That's needed my that joy energy. for this week. But there's another one too, which was Crash Bandicoot: The Insane Trilogy. I spent 20 Rachi hours playing. Rachi was very happy about that. Rachi, yeah. <laughs> well, it's Roscoe, but we call him Rachi. Um, but yeah, the 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 Crash Bandicoot: Insane Trilogy. I spent 20 hours. I played all three games this week. It's the pure gaming experience, Todd. The the platformer, the the thing that when we were kids brought us all together, not divided us like Last of Us Part Two, but brought us together. I, I think Crash. I don't like Crash Bandicoot. I don't like it at all. What are those? What are those fruits? Apples or peaches? What are those things? <laughs> I'd have no idea. Just, that's what I'm saying. I have Fuck no idea. I don't like. I don't like it. I never liked it. What is it? Are you an apple or are you a peach? Skinny I want it to guy? be peaches. What is it? Is he a fox or a wolf? He's a bandicoot. He? He's a what? What the? F- a bandit? Cooten? A bandit? No. A bandicoot? I don't like a bandit cooten. I don't <laughs> like it. I just don't like the way it makes me feel. It's, it's not bringing me together. It's a real Last animal. Of us, Last of Us Two. No, it's not. Not in my world. I don't. Just like that fruit. Hey, fake it's, news, fuck. It's wampa fruit. Wampa. They call it wampa fruit. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go back. Wampa. Hmm. I kind of feel, I almost felt like, like that monkey scene on Space Force when you found out that the monkey ate the dog, but in, in reverse. <laughs> the bandicoots are actually really cute. They're so adorable. They look nothing like Crash, but they're adorable. But what I'm, what I'm referencing is that feeling of like Streets of Rage or Mario or tetris like the pure gaming experience you know there's not really much story there you don't really give a crap about it you're there to play the levels you're there to go through the challenges you're there to have fun there's there's something about the pure 
fun experience of a real video game. And I, I'm not saying Last of Us Part Two and Red Dead 2 and all those games aren't real video games. I will say, though, the, the closest I've seen to implementation of story with real video game mechanics was 2018's God of War, in my personal opinion, because there was a great story there, but also there was a lot of gaming there. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm lost on, like, we're getting into a weird generation where it's like, what defines a video game? You know, like, what what is it really? Is it a Crash Bandicoot? Is it The Last of Us Part Two? Or is it in what I think somewhere in between like 2018's God of War? Which for me, the more I think about it, 2018's God of War. I think it's all of it. I think it's all of yeah. it. Fair. I think it's just Fair. the industry's bigger. Now, Fair. like as much as I don't want to acknowledge Detroit becoming human as a game, sometimes I respect completely. It's a visual novel. On it. I completely respect people's position on I love that game. That is definitely a yeah. game I would enjoy. That is something that somebody else can watch and enjoy me playing. Because sometimes that is the game. Like, I'm talking that shit about Last of Us. I put, that's the reason why I went ahead and just put the rating up initially to be realistic. Because I'll probably joke and, and get into that existential dread tone from time to time. Because it's just some weird shit to be consuming right now with everything else going yes. on. Um, but, nah, man. I think I think I feel what you're saying, right? Like, it's almost like the hip-hop argument. Like, is some of this shit in hip-hop even hip-hop or rap anymore? Is it, what the yeah. fuck is this? Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? And and for me to be like, oh, it's all rap. Like, I'm not dismissing your point. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But I do, like, the na- the games that you specifically named, I feel like all of those are games. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like those are games. I'm not saying that. I just feel like there's a certain implementation of... I don't know why I keep going back to 2018's God of War is the perfect example for me. Because it's a great game, man, and you're comparing it, and we're gonna get into that more. Yeah, I, I think I'm being unfair a little bit. The Last of Us conversation, because um, I know, yeah. like, as much as you want to dismiss it, you were on. You're, you've gotten a couple of hours in, and you got that feeling on Last of Us right now. Oh, and I'm gonna be playing is, it for sure. Right. Right, but at the same well, time, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it, and the round table. We can okay. talk about that. Um, but yes, Crash Bandicoot. I here's what I'll say. There's a spectrum. There's a spectrum in video games that we'll talk about later on. I'm like developing autism? a theory. Uh, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot is a fun game where you play against Doctor Neo Cortex and you fight him, and he's got a big head, but you're a Bandicoot, and you've got a sister, and you know, you're running around levels and platforming. It's great. Go play the Insane Trilogy. All right, that's what I've been playing. Todd, what about you? I've been playing Last of Us 2. <laughs> the dead silence is perfect. <laughs> nah, man. Um, I'll tell a quick story. So I've been talking about Man Eater a lot, and I can proudly say, well, or shamefully say, because we have a gaming show, that I got my first platinum. It's the easiest platinum to ever get. Because uh, you know me, uh, if I'm not normally contrarian, I try to I try to use critical thinking as much as I can and like stepping back and, you know, using empathetic positions to like see viewpoints. But I think on the platinum thing, I always was just like an asshole and be contrarian, just I know some games I could have just got it on just to get it on, and I was just like, nope, not going to do it, which is fucking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? 
but yeah, I got a platinum on Man Eater and that I didn't even get. I got to give my girl full credit because <laughs> she play, had to play Man Eater on my <laughs> game. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go back. This is going to be the one to platinum because it's like literally the easiest one mm-hmm. because it's fun because it's something I actually wanted to do. Uh, and I actually technically the last thing that she had to do, she couldn't get done. And I got done on like the first try as soon as I grabbed the controller. Nice. So it was like still a team thing. Uh, but it was uh, so if you go and you follow me, just that one platinum on there that's from Man Eater. Um, I still kind of want to go back and fuck with that game just because it's pretty. It's just fun. I'd probably rate it the same thing I rated. Uh, I rated Last of Us too, <laughs> but for totally different reasons. Fair enough. Um, like completely different reasons. Uh, like it shouldn't have been I, this I mean, good, like but I it was said, fun. Yeah, like I said from the beginning, man. My after this shit, soon as the quarantine got announced, really as soon as they canceled basketball, I was like, as far as gaming is concerned, as much as I hate to do it in a way, I'm gonna dig into 2K as much as I can before the new one comes out for real. Because uh, as far as my sports gaming, I had I've been splitting it over time. Um, RP juggernaut, you know what I'm saying? Since he passed away, I don't even know if I'm gonna fuck around with football anymore. Yeah, that this year we'll see. That might be the true sacrifice. Uh, 2K is a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? As much as the fuckery that's associated with that, uh, please let there be an NBA live. Um, and that could be competitive, you know. Yeah, I'm still, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck with 2K, especially right now. So I did that. I leveled up again, and it's like it's just like I, I'm only an all star two in the park, y'all. Okay, it's not you know it's laughable, right? But with the other games that I've been trying to play and beat and everything, it's still one of those things where it's just like I had to grind to get there. Like there's such a grind, and I just think about the amount of time and money that people put into the shit. Yeah, and it just it just makes me as much as I know that it's a masterfully done game as far as a basketball simulation, as far as what it does to the industry overall it's it's just you could it's just so much time that could be spent if you just put a little bit more effort into nba live to create competition and then in that game just not to be so fucking cheesy with the shit because yeah. it creates a toxic toxic environment it was that, that was another thing it was this one dude man because they they gave away black Lives matter shirts on there i don't even i didn't want to get into this but it actually bothered me to the point <laughs> Which was rare, was weird. It was just little white, like, like it was just little white kid that got on there that was playing 2K and he was going hard with the Black Lives Don't Matter Ooh. and niggers with the hard ER. Oh, that and he no. was like 13. But it was the funniest thing because I'm like, but you playing basketball. Yeah, it's it's a strange concept when you I, try to process it. Right, like I want, I felt bad because I didn't, I didn't charge some niggas up on there, like just, you know, real quick, like calling them, you know, what I'm saying, fat Twinkie eaters and shit, and basement dwellers and everything for talking dumb. But basement I get, dwellers. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get to my uh, my headset fast enough to say anything. And uh, the fucked up thing was he was on my team, so I was conflicted. I was like, well, this isn't a race issue. I'm trying to win. <laughs> I mean, fuck him. But uh, but then he just kept going hard. You know what I'm saying? And then the t- the opponents did a good enough job to uh to, to to you know just be childish back. And I haven't really run into it a lot. And I was actually surprised that I've run into that more than I did on Call of Duty because I also have been playing Call of Duty as usual. But I mean, I could talk about these things. It's time consuming. Um, and there is a crowd for that. Um. Uh, Oh, shout out. He not even going to listen, but my homeboy DJ Fat, he probably pissed off right now because he's a Warzone invite, but I was playing with my girl. Uh, we rarely play. Uh, RIP motherfucking DJ Black and Mile. 
that motherfucker who did pass from COVID-19, RIP DJ Black and Maya, y'all could look him up here in New Orleans, uh, a head that was really dope who who played on a, um, Call of Duty. But last but not least, I played, I've been playing Last of Us 2. We already kind of went into that. Yeah. I know we'll talk about that a little bit after the news, um, so I'm not going to really get into that too much. Yeah, everybody knows my initial feelings on that one. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, broski. Sweet. I want to play Man Eater. I really do. I want something fun in my life. I don't want to be yeah, sad. Yeah, you need to balance you out, bro. Well, you I think that's where, like, that, that's where like the conversation on the spectrum and gaming really is coming from. It's just like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, I want to be that kid again in front of my Super Nintendo. But I think some things are good because we need the challenge in our lives. And that's, I think that's man, okay. There's a space for lesbian pussy, too. Like, so we need to <laughs> for be sure. open to that. For sure. But yeah, let's, let's, let's move on into some news before we stump into the round table. Stump into the round table? What does that even news mean? News theme! News theme! Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Cham Kine Sports. Rick Tamlin Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right, there it is. There's, there's, your, there's your news theme for the week. A little anchorman to get you all riled up with, with the anchorman. And it gets me going. It's, it's better than Hamlet. That's all I'll say. Anchorman is better than Hamlet. To be or not to, to be. be. Tis that, nobler in, in the, the mind. mind. To suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to bear arms against a sea of iniquities. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm not gonna do. We we both done mild Shakespeare speeches this week, and I don't know why. But it's it's kind of that week where I think we're just trying to reflect a little bit. That's what last of us to does. the fuck out of you. That's what it does, bro. That's what it does. It does. Even if you haven't played it. That's the that's the that's the noxious vibe that could be around that lesbian put never mind. Um <laughs> and Crispian's Crispian Day. Crispian's Crispin's whatever it is. Alright, here we go. Next some news some newsies. Some newsies like the movie from the Disney's. Uh no, uh PS five was announced. I know we didn't talk about it last week. Uh they broke down some specs, they reviewed they revealed what it looked like. I will say this: the controller looks dope as hell. Um, actually, all the peripherals to the PS5 look really cool. Um, I like it. <laughs> yes, it looks like a router. No, I do not care. I uh, I just don't I, care. Uh, uh, it's people fine. People said it looked like sales head. People say it looks like a cat. Um, <laughs> you know, now I see it that looks, it looks like, like a burrito. Looks like a burrito. I, I see it as a money grab for my pockets. I don't That's give a fuck. Like exactly. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm going to get it. I'm gonna be an early adopter. If, <laughs> Me too. If you know, like if if at all possible, I do wish it came in black, just because I have the original PS4 di- uh, Destiny collection all white yeah and it just doesn't age well like hopefully i could trade that bitch in towards this it, whatever price ps5 is gonna be um i still don't feel like i don't know man i'm, I'm gonna get it just it's me the games. too it boils down to the games bro it just boils it down does. to the games it boils down to what i'm made if i'm gonna spend money on a gaming system i want the ps5 
And if I'm going to go a heavier PC route, that's where I'll play my Xbox games probably at the end of the day. Games as much pass. as I want both. If I like, if I want to, if I had to make like an economic decision, even if the PlayStation 5 is more expensive and I want the one with the disc, even though... So 100%. I, I really it's just because I'm over that age bracket. If I was 12 years younger, I'd probably just go all digital, honestly. But I want, uh, I just want the disc. Fuck it. I just Me want too. Um, so, you know, I'll spend an extra little bread. But I'm excited about it, man. It's, it's you know, long time coming. Uh, not long time coming like that. Like, it's, it's right on time. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it kind of le- – never mind. I'm not going to say that. I, I'm normally raunchy, but I don't even feel like Last of Us 2 has put some perspective in my life to understand that each moment is an important moment <laughs> and not the next moment. <laughs> It's prompted to us because anything can happen could be infected. Right now, it's going up in Texas. <laughs> oh my God, that was the perfect segue. Uh, but yes, the PS Five. It's the same. Streets and sales are trying to reach perfection, and PS Five looks like sales head. PS Five looks good. I'm excited about it. It brings joy into my life. Um, yeah. So basically, your options this holiday season are the Wi-Fi router or the mini fridge. Whichever one you want to get, um, I'm going to be sticking with PS5 just because I've got Xbox Games Pass and a PC that's powerful enough to run most games. So It's supposed to be huge, too. I'm, and I'm going to do like I always do. I'm going to put it on the side. So I don't even yeah. know if it's going to look the same. on you know. If, and if there's a solid special edition that comes out, that's black. That's the one I'm gonna get, and yep. then that's gonna change the perspective. I think uh, on everything. I think it's really gonna. It is gonna boil down to like pricing on how it looks too. Because in some yeah. ways, the minimalist nature of the Xbox, I could dig more. The problem with Xbox is all you got is Halo. Like literally, yeah, dude. Like, like, like it's I'll gonna have to example. be. If they had Halo and Cyberpunk 2777 exclusively, it'd be a different story. Was, Right, if it was priced at a different rate, I might finally switch back. But when you don't have, like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, will probably look better on the PS five. Mm-hmm. Then they they delayed that shit. I know we, we'll probably talk. We're going to talk about that. that. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, what are you? What are your? That's that's pretty much where you are with it. Like and the same way, man. Like the only thing that I was even thought thinking about was the economic and ergonomic space in my uh, entertainment center in the living room. Because where I have the PS4 now, the dynamic or the size of the PS5, it's not going to fit. So I'm going to have to move my Laserdisc player in order to fit my PS5. So I'm probably going to move my Laserdisc player and just get the PS5. Because no matter what I do, the Xbox won't fit anywhere in that entertainment center. It's just too it's too blocky. And it's not going to fit where I need it to fit. Because um, I don't like dust on my shelves so we have a we have one of those entertainment centers that's got like the shelves or it's got the doors on it um just because i don't like a lot of dust on my electronics so i'm just gonna move my laser display and go with that so for when the feds sweep your home just less <laughs> fingerprints oh i've got an emp but, uh, bomb and ready to go it's gonna wipe out everything no i'm kidding i do not that was a joke that was a joke how much you how much you think it's gonna be from what you've been seeing Cause that's what everybody cares. I think four ninety nine. I think we're probably going to see a four ninety nine fr- price point. That's my prediction. I think it's going to be five ninety nine. Does that change your mind? No, Does that make not you at not all. Get it? No, no. I'll still get it. 
extra hundred dollars, whatever. Okay. We're at that point in my life. I'm a grown man with no kids. Me and my wife have jobs. We're going to get it. Um, I can, uh, I could see that being an argument for somebody who doesn't have that extra disposable income. I could totally see where they're looking at it going, well, you know, this one is this, or if they want to still play on the PS4, there's nothing wrong with that. We're just going to early adopt it because we have the show and we would do it anyway without the show. Real shit, Last of Us 2 looks better than I'm sure a lot of the first yeah. generation games are going to be on PS5. So anybody like, I, exactly. it, really, I could probably hold on to my PS4 a little bit longer, just depending, honestly. But it is, there are some games that will be coming out. Like, I want the Spider-Man Miles Morales shit. Me too. I want it. Fuck it. I, I love Spider-Man. Why, would, so, Why wouldn't know, I want to play it. that? Like, that's right. a whole new standalone game. Unlike some news agencies were reporting, which actually bring us to our next story. A little confusion on the Miles Morales story. They were saying it was an extension <laughs> of the original Spider-Man game. It was not an extended release. It is its whole standalone game. So, I'm excited though. I'm super excited. I want more Spider-Man in my life. Spider-Man was a blast a couple of years ago. This one, I cannot wait for I just want the combat to be a little bit more difficult. That's really the only... I think that was the only great mean you both had towards the end was the combat was just a little too easy um, once you got into the game. Like, really got into it. Nope. So. Nope. It wasn't too easy for me. I love that game. I love that what game. I just about? want more difficult and, and, and combat. It was, and it's, ex, it's an expansion. We talked about this before the recording. It's an expansion. It's not a, a fucking gas station pill. That's why people are trying to make people. Get your existence today, folks. Eight hours. (laughs) It'll last for eight hours. Just drink a lot of water. (laughs) Fuck your kidneys up, kids. Just don't. But uh, anyway, remember, if it's longer than eight hours, go to the ER. (laughs) It's all unless you're high. That's a problem. (laughs) That is a problem. That is actually a problem. (laughs) <laughs> just just go to if it's longer than eight hours <laughs> if it starts to hurt don't put it anywhere it's gonna hurt <laughs> trust me last of us too what's the what what else what other news is there there what else the news is there man let's, all let's right we'll it. move on we'll move on uh resident evil 8 for the ps4 has been canceled it looks like they're gonna go to the ps5 um they had some development problems and development issues, so they're going straight to the PS5. So congratulations to Resident Evil 8. Um, and then there is also talks about remaking Resident Evil 4. So looks like Capcom's on the old Resident Evil train now. Um, Next piece of news, Cyberpunk, like Todd referenced earlier, it's been delayed from September 17th to November 19th. It has been delayed. Now, this is the extension game. This is (laughs) the extension game. Yeah, this is the real extension. Announced via the Cyberpunk Twitter page and CD Projekt Red, uh, they've decided to move it because they don't want to ship something when it's not ready. Um, I'm perfectly fine with that. I really just, if they don't feel it's ready, let them take their time. They will, they did the same thing with Witcher it's, 3. So it makes, and it makes sense that it, they, it's not ready. Maybe they, you know, 
the new system's coming out soon. They're supposed to be able to yep. give out a free version of it, so they you know they clearly been working on it. Fuck it. I mean, it's, I think it's just it's not news. It's just all we have out to play right now is Last of Us Two. <laughs> Next piece of news: um, Ratchet and Clank for the PS5 coming out features ray tracing reflections, um, and the footage that was released was captured in real time. It looks gorgeous. Um, it looks absolutely beautiful. We talked about this. Ratchet and Clank, it's one of those series, like, it's a great game series. It's a great, the one right. for the PS4 was amazing. It really was. The reboot for the PS4 was amazing. I had a blast with it. I liked the movie. I may be in the minority on that, but I really enjoyed the movie. Um, the movie wasn't as bad as it people gave, you know, yeah. gave it shit for. The game is actually amazing, and then yep. that leads into the, you know, it's the same fucking game company that that's dealing with spider-man so boiling back down to man like they just playstation got the games that i personally want to play uh a hundred if they come they come out with halo infinite it's just gonna force me to get a souped up ass pc finally for on a dog ass like i what I, I could play right now but you know what i'm saying that's that's coming soon enough sct media llc there but anyway um yeah man what else we got uh horizon sequel was announced uh horizon mm. sequel was announced mm, mm, um, mm, can't wait for that mm, that's mm, gonna mm, be mm, that's gonna mm, be awesome motherfucking a lord mm. ain't nothing like a strong woman boy did you see that gameplay? yeah dude did you see that water <coughs> oh did dude yes going back to did the water the new we man. have to man i love did you you beat you beat horizon zero dawn right yeah i beat horizon zero dawn that was a great game uh yeah I went it's back amazing. and beat it. Um, I ended up buying it when it was on sale at GameStop like a year ago. It was like ten dollars, and it was amazing for that. Ten bucks for sure. Wow, for sure. Yeah, that game I cannot wait for. That that's once again the old PS5 hitting them with the games right now like, as usual. I'm rooting for for motherfucking Xbox, man. I kind of want to get Xbox this year. I'm telling you, I kind of like the way the Xbox looks in a weird way with the light. It kind of reminds. I mean, me I like the way it Xbox. looks. Yeah, I like the way you it know looks. What I'm it just, man, man. Uh, Next piece of news, and that's going to be the last piece of news before we run down some EA Play 2020 announcements. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, has been leaked by the Taiwanese Rating Board. Um, so Taiwan Rating Board for video games has leaked Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. It's a perfect subtitle for that game. Um, Todd, you actually turned me on to this news and I got very excited because we just talked about Crash Bandicoot. We had just yep. talked about this game. It's like you're fucking psychic, bro. It's crazy. And, <laughs> and what was that? Na- what was the name of that place that you were talking about? Which place? Well, who leaked it? It was the Taiwanese video game rating. Board. What? See, every time you say that word, it, it blanks out. Is that a real place? Is that it's a real place? Hell, China. It's... Um, <laughs> you are now banned by the U.S. government from recording podcasts. For what? <laughs> if anything, it might boost us a little bit. Thank you, Tencent, and your fake city that you're making with no cause. Dude, I uh, saw that. Once you told me about that, I looked it up and I was like, yeah, I kind of want to live there. <laughs> That looks Do you? dope. Do you with the cyborgs port probe? You probably ain't no telling what kind of weird shit going on over there, man. There's gonna be a special type of person that be like, "You got sex bots?" That's Last all I care about. Too. 
Last of Us 2. So, EA Play 2020 ran down a couple days ago. They I made, didn't watch it. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I ran up on the event. I looked at some of the announcements afterwards. Uh, Apex Legends is coming to the Switch this fall. Apex Legends is coming to the Switch this fall. I uh, leave that. I forgot about your shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we have not. We need to take care of that. Uh, Sims 4 is coming to Steam. It's actually available right now. So it's not coming to Steam. It is now on Steam if you want to get Sims 4. And, uh, you know, build pools and put people in the pools and then take away ladders. Um, that brings out the, the psycho in everybody. Sims brings out the psycho in everybody. Um, so it takes two. Another cooperative from, uh, Joseph Fairs is coming out. I believe Joseph Fairs was the one who was behind, uh, Brothers and A Way Out. Um, so he's got another cooperative game. Coming out, yeah, yeah. This this was the guy. He was behind uh, those co-op games that we talked about. Um, so that'll be interesting. Lost in Random, Lost in Random. It looks. Um, I didn't really. I looked at the teaser trailer. I didn't really get what it was about, but it looked kind of cool. Um, they've got a new three v three action game coming out called Rocket Arena. Rocket Arena, and I think. Probably the biggest announcement, the two biggest announcements from the uh, EA plays was the Star Wars Squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons, which is going to feature a solo campaign and multiplayer campaign. It is a uh, space flight combat simulator um, in the Star Wars universe. Is kind of how I can put did it. You see, did you see anything about NBA Live? Uh, no, just they only showed off Madden and FIFA. From what I saw, they only showed off Madden and FIFA. Um, that's from what I could tell. But the squadrons look cool, first person. And then also the last thing was they announced Skate Four. So Skate Four, a lot of people are excited about. I like the Skate series, but I think this is kind of coattailing off of. I got a feeling this is coattailing EA coottailing off the Tony Hawk's announcement, and people getting excited about that. People have been demanding skateboard for a long time. Since I found out Lil Wayne skateboarded, just makes it lame for me. <laughs> but yeah, Tony Hawk. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm kind of still excited about Tony Hawk, but that's kind of how I feel about skateboarding. Once he started doing it, it was fucking lame. Yeah, like once Lil Wayne did it, now we're done. I don't. No, this is not cool anymore. It's like when your dad does something, you're like, you know how my dad got me to stop playing Magic the Gathering. That's how he got into it. Is Magic the Gathering racist? That's what I've been hearing some white people say lately. Mm-mm. No, it's not. I don't understand where okay. that comes from. D&D had some problems early in the days, but they've corrected that. Wizards of the Coast corrected that with a lot of different addition to the books. Now, Magic the Gathering, if you've never played it, um, is a card game where you play a planeswalker who casts spells and creatures... And you have decks that are divided into different colors depending on what kind of spell they are. So you have white decks, you have black decks, you have blue decks, you have green decks, and you have red decks, and then you have colorless decks. Is what okay, called. so it is racist. <laughs> I don't want to, I've, I've lost interest in instantly. Anything else? <laughs> yeah, it's racist. <laughs> no, no more news. No, that's it. That's all we got. 
Um, so now it's time to have our depression corner of the week. <laughs> As we talk about Last of Us Health Part 2, I do want to remind everybody of the following information. Uh, depression is real. Um, if you need help, please reach out to the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Speaking of that, did you hear about the kid that killed himself for seven hundred and thirty thousand dollars fucking debt with the robin hood shit yeah i did hear about that man 20 year old kid just that was really just bizarre because then they explained the whole situation and they're like yeah it wasn't actually this it just had to even out and you know it would have shown a different balance at the end of the day like i felt like awful for him and like please call the 1-800 number if you're feeling suicidal Please, like, or reach out to the tribe if you're part. How would of the you tribe. explain that though? How would you explain that? I'm I, 20 years old and I'm 730 thousand dollars in accidental death, <laughs> and I'm don't know what to do. In that response, it would be the same response that. Why are you laughing, Brian? I'm Why not laughing because it's uncomfortable. The whole town. It's uncomfortable. Here's the real response to it. What are they going to do? Let it hit your credit. <laughs> That's the real response to it. Let it hit your credit. So what? You can't get a house for seven years. Uh, your family is now enslaved for 300 generations. 300 That's gener- what he was thinking. That's what he was thinking. But it's, reality is, ah, it goes to credit. You can't get a house for seven years. You'll be all right. And then when I it goes to oh yeah, we got on this because we started out on the suicide hotline, which I'm not quite sure what that has to do with Last of Us Two. Oh, I'm sure. I know what this okay. has to do. All right. Oh, well, oh, well, let's think. Let's think because you have been playing it. You have been playing. Couple it. hours. So couple what, hours. What, what What are your initial thoughts on it? Okay, so someone who's only two hours into the game, I do want to give some initial thoughts before. I'm not making a full opinion. This is liable to change. Depending on what I find in the game later. Neither one of us are making full opinions yes. on this thing yet. Well, and mine is going to be kind of complete because I might not finish this motherfucker. But yeah. go ahead. And we and we may have a full discussion next week. So just FYI. Surprise. Uh, what's that? Possible surprise. Possible surprise. Yes. So Last of Us Part 2, my initial impressions are... And these are some of the notes that I wrote down. Was... Some people, some writers, they confuse dark and gritty with good storytelling. Um, that was my kind of one of my initial thoughts the first couple hours into the game. I did feel very much like Last of Us Part Two kind of wallows in this bit of filth, if you will. And I'm not saying filth is bad. It's clearly not. I mean, like, think about some of the games and movies I enjoy. They're dirty, disgusting, but they're fun. But if you wallow in it and you conflagrate the difference, like you conflagrate and confuse depression and filth with storytelling or you or you confuse storytelling mechanics with good storytelling, you're leading your audience down the path of unfulfilling. It's not going to be a fulfilling storyline. And then also, character traits are not characters. That's something else that I came away with at the beginning, was there's a lot of focus on character traits versus focusing on actual character building. It's something that, when I took creative writing, 
um, they teach you that a lot because a lot of people have a tendency to lean into character traits as their character when the reality is is that while we do have traits that describe us that is not who we are you have to really find a voice for a character in those situations um i will say some of the positives real quick too it's a beautiful game it's it's gorgeous it looks amazing um especially for the ps4 it's very stunning to see kind of this last generation where we've talked about final fantasy 7 and now we've talked about last of us part 2 and these two games have come out in the same year and they both are really pushing the edge of the graphics combat wise it's very similar to the first one from what i can tell i enjoy that gameplay loop personally i don't know if more of this though is going to start to wear on me after time i will find out um but I, I, I'm very lost in this, and if my prediction is right, this time jump mechanic that they're going to use, not mechanic, this time jump storytelling mechanic, let me put it like that, is it feels like this is going to become a repetitive pattern, and if that becomes a repetitive pattern, I'm going to very much, not, I, I would have an issue with that. It just depends on what they do with it and how they use it. I talked a little bit about this with you on the phone, but the time jumps, the edits, the cuts. Yes, Pulp Fiction came out in 1994, and yes, it blew everybody's mind, but it was also being handled by Quentin Tarantino, who's a master of that kind of storytelling. And if you don't have the chops to pull something like that off, it's not worth the experiment to try to pull something like that off. Um, I'm going to find out more. I don't know. Like The big thing for the first game for me was the crux of the game was the relationship between Joel and Ellie and where I see this going. This feels more like when they said this is a game about hate and anger, I very much feel it's going in that path. And I'm not really sure if it's something that needs to be like, I, this may be one of those games I'll walk away with. Well, like the sequel was not needed. We talked about right. We talked about this though. Like, if this game came out maybe a year and a half, two years ago, maybe it doesn't have to do with tone, in your opinion, at all. Could yeah. Timing and consideration, yeah. like yeah, the world feels dark enough as it is. There's so much shit going on. That's what we originally thought with the delay. Then on top of it, it's it's the leak, you know, and then it's just causing more controversy around it. Yes, which is something we can dig into even more. So let's like, like, was there anything else as far as in your initial, you know, couple of hours with it that you wanted to discuss about it as far as, you know, gameplay? I know you kind of touched on that. It's beautiful, but the story, which I, I'm, I'm ahead of you on this. I'm gonna tell you right now. Like I, like I said before, you're pretty much spot on the way I feel. At this point in the game, if any, if anything, I feel like is everyone bad in this thing. It's not like a normal structure of a story where you have like a natural protagonist and antagonist. Like I don't know if I'm rooting for anybody, and like I love yeah. lesbians, I really do. My ex-wife was a lesbian, and that's why we're she's my ex-wife. Like I've I've seen what happens when two pussies collide, and it's beautiful, um, for the most part. But um, it really is. You know, so I mean, that, that really yeah. doesn't matter to me as far as the storyline is concerned. It's kind of a cop out line that I've been hearing a lot of people say, and it's almost borderline dismissive in a way that I'm a, I'm innately kind of accustomed to, and I, I could fall into it. So I have to, I had to like step back from it, yeah, and like not make it a thing, a thing. In fact, if it, I almost want to give it credit, which is 
where I can see like the slam dunk easiness for critically acclaimed p- paid reviewers to give this a 10 out of 10 or a 9.5 because if you just want to strip it down at its base and and put the genius mask on it it's difficult in this climate to even try to tell that story but i think the tone like you said it's is the, the thing because of the time it's the timing like it's the timing of it and it feels to me very like the character development too so far now i'm not i'm not that far into the game so i don't know but the character development so far feels very shallow to me Look, man. Okay, this is this is this is how we're gonna break it. Let me just break this down real quick to to get it out the way. So I said to let off. I was being joking. Um, and this this score could change or it may never change. I just want to put a number on it because I find it interesting that we get so caught up on scores. Yeah, that's the reason. Yeah, why I do too. I, I was saying right. I was saying like the story around it. Interesting is the idea that. Um, there's such a difference and discrepancy between the crit- the the critical acclaim score and the user score, and this argument on both sides of you can be right or you can't be wrong. Like you can't really even explain how you even got to score and like why are, why is scoring so important at this point anyway with such a mass amount of and information. So people don't have about to read. Games. Right. Well, at that part, I guess you know what I'm saying. And like, there's no. Uh, uh, like what's the context in which the score was made exactly you know what I mean? like so I can, I can get it so how i came to my childish meaningless score is i broke it down into gameplay sound and just you know ambiance yeah. if you will the graphics fun factor and the story kind of like split it down that way and numbered it and whatever else so it just a couple of things as far as gameplay i just i feel like it's good gameplay for a genre that i'm not really you know, uh, that's not necessarily always my cup of tea. Last of yeah. Us 2, I, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I went into this game almost like I went into Final Fantasy 7, trying to have as clear of a palette as I possibly could, even though it was surrounded by just uh, stupid controversy. I stayed away from the leaks itself. Um, like, Me too. For the most part. Um, but, like, it's a little childish shit. Like, I'll find, I, I mean, this is also coming from somebody that found fun in Anthem and could still find fun in Anthem. Uh, like, the gameplay itself is pretty dope. It's a visceral feeling. Like there was a couple of times where I was just climbing and I just I'm falling off of a wall trying to get into a city and it just tickled the fuck out of me because it was like, oh wow, that was really how it would happen. Or you blow up, or it's just certain yeah. things, you know what I'm saying, that'll show up. The the load screen speed makes it fun though because you can, even though you die, it's not like something that takes 15 hours for you to get right back into the action to the continue progress the 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 story. Um, the environmental puzzles are fun as fuck to me like it's it you know that the light design are pretty decent environmental puzzles throughout the game um the customization and the options throughout the game as far as how you could tweak the gameplay even down to like your workbench when you upgrade your weapon it's dope as fuck like that shit is actually really fire like when you get to that point you start to see that um and then like i make my own fun in the shit so it's like if you hold L1 and spam X on the first couple of uh, jumps, like, Ellie will make this noise and it's like a Kegel jump. It's like, (laughs) it's like a Kegel jump. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it goes to, like, the story, right? Like, there's points in the story that I don't understand what the fuck it is. Like, why? There's such a, there's got to be a better way to tell the story. It's almost like, you know, you're making a point that doesn't need to be made over and over again and it takes away from the actual story yeah. itself where it's just like stupid things it's just not 
well written in a, in a lot of aspects to me uh because it's like certain things that are being said that don't need to be said it's not gangster you know what i'm saying like ellie literally sits there like smells herself on purpose like you're in a post-apocalyptic world you're nobody stink. expects you to yeah like, like don't point that out because now i gotta fucking be childish and do kegel jumps throughout the game <laughs> to make the shit funny and i mean it like and and i yeah. tested it because my girl was right there I'm not. It's not funny right now, but when you do it, you'll see what I'm fucking saying. Just L1 and just jump in and be like, uh, uh, and it's like a kegel, kegel jump, kegel jump. But um, anyway, so game, good. Uh, sound, good sound. Of course, it's creepy. It yeah. builds into it. I mean, it's not enough to be said about that. The graphics, greatness. Literally, I already said it. PS5. Uh, there Beautiful. will be games that come out on PS5 that will not be able to relate, and you can see it throughout the game like the further down you go when you change tones because initially when we talked i was like okay i've already had red day redemption 2 i've already had fallen order so when you first start out like that i was just so disappointed and bored with the shit and i was just like okay we already had this and red day redemption 2 did a better job with even the snow effects but as you go through the entirety of the game and and i'm fresh off of final fantasy 7 so it's a yeah. whole different kind of aesthetic right but still even with that like once you get to certain cities, part portions. It's certain things that I've seen in this game I haven't seen before as far as just when you put the totality of everything together. So the graphics really hold this thing. Like, what the graphics and gameplay kind of pull it together, make this a playable game. But the fun factor is just relatively boring. Um, and story is weak at best to me. You know, it's, it, but now is that because I'm not a lesbian? Do we need to get a lesbian's opinion on this? To make sure that it was done accurately, or is it just not a well? I don't, I, I think it almost pigeonholes a certain kind of character type that yeah. it, it doesn't need to be there, like you said. And I mean, I think that's you've done a better job at, at explaining what's going on on a technical way than I have. And but that's what I'm saying. Like when I say you're spot on, that's carried on. That's the theme throughout the whole game, and it fucks it up. That's where you keep going back to God of War because. What's what you're getting with Last of Us Two is the technical graphic engine pool of the gameplay, and you actually can deal with the story loop. Like you, like like I said, the environmental puzzles you'll dig throughout there. But what carried you through God of War is the emotional story that yes, you got. what carried you through Red Dead Redemption, like you stated before, Arthur Morgan. What carried you through Spider Man, Peter Parker. What carried you through Fallen Order, even. Yep. Like it, like the Jedi sword would carry you through days gone. Like if this game would have came out before or right around some of these games where we hadn't, as a society, going through an active pandemic right now, maybe there's a different twist on it. But I still don't think it would be much better. You might push it up one point yeah. because it's just, you know, I don't know. It's not. Um, it's not it's just not pulling together it for me. feels very much to me so far and like i said this could change it feels very much to me like a game that's stuck in 2012 2013 um where maybe some of this stuff would have been at least decently groundbreaking at the time um i will say this the the, the character it's if if your character's most interesting point is this one aspect of their life then you have not created a good character i am not a fan of the one level one dimensional character building type. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, when you talk about, um, you know, horizon zero dawn or God of war or red dead two or spider, 
like the characters have types, but as you explore their story, they become a little bit more in depth and you, you start to see the complicated nature of that individual. And so far they haven't done a good job of introducing a complicated nature. They've done a good job of introducing a characteristic and seeming to kind of play that characteristic over and over again. Representation is important in video games for individuals and all individuals and all different types of individuals. However, that representation should be accurate in its description. It should, it should make that character more interesting instead of being the one thing that they focus on. Um, now, for me, the game, when you talked about going back to God of War and Red Dead 2, like we talked about earlier, there's a spectrum in gaming. There's a spectrum on what defines a video game. Is it a pure gaming experience like, say, a Mario or Crash Bandicoot, or is it a little bit more complicated and the question is raised, is this a game like Detroit Becoming Human? We all fall in that spectrum somewhere of the things we enjoy. I tend to lean towards more the pure gaming experience. I love a great story. Don't get me wrong, a great experience will carry me through. But what I found with something like Red Dead 2 or God of War was the gaming experience was there with the storyline with the actual story itself. Um, I, it's just so hard to separate when I feel like we've already seen what the best... Maybe we haven't. I mean, Cyberpunk's coming out. But I feel like we've seen the best that the PS4 generation has to offer at this point. And maybe this is bad timing in this situation where this game is coming out at bad time because we've seen all these other classics these modern day classics already released and we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're in the middle of a different time in america and in the world not just america in the world we're we're seeing this we're seeing this cultural shift in the world which is ultimately a benefit is last of us 2 just something that puts us back a little bit as far as that i mean it's not going to because ultimately the video game is not going to have effect on the massive change we're going through in the world. However, it's the question you have to ask and the question I ask is, is this necessary right now? Was this necessary and was this needed and did this add anything to my life? I'm going to play more of it. I promise you this though, I'm learning in my old age that you've taught me this, Todd. So thank you for that. It's if I'm done with a game, I'm done with a game. I'm not going to go... I'm not going to beat it if I don't feel like I need to. If I've seen everything that game has to offer, I don't care at that point. Right. Well, and 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 that and that's the crazy part. Like you see what I scored it as yeah. of right now, based yeah. on if I just had to stop and somebody was just like, well, what, what number would you put on it in that childish way? That would be that's a legitimate number. But that that's how much the store. Think about that. Yeah. If I'm, I, I will give you one score. I gave the graphics in a ten. Mm-hmm. Like gameplay, great. You know what I'm saying, but it's just, uh, if it, it, it's it's just something about it, like like I, I get caught up. I try to think about it in comparison. Like Mafia Three is not a highly or critically acclaimed game. That is such but a from my perspective. I love Mafia right? Three. Right, but like if you want to, <laughs> I posted some shit this morning, and it's true because it's funny because I was going to talk about it a little bit anyway. I knew I would, but that was a synergy of somebody uh, had posted. It's like if you want to know what racism feels like, play Mafia Three. That's true. And it's very true. Like that story very actually true. is really dope. So I don't want to step too far out of it and say, okay, well maybe it's just like I because people have given this game a fucking ten for whatever fucking reason, and I get it. Yes. Like it's an easy slam dunk. Because if you connect with the story in any kind of way or just strip that down, 
then there you go. If you can't fucking deal with it and it just feels like a slog, you know, that's where some people are just review bombing the shit out of the game, you know, whatever. Personally, it's 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 like most things in life, and you said it before we started recording. It's somewhere in between. I just think it's weird timing. And it just it was a sign of the divisiveness that's that's depressing. I will say, okay, l- let me spoiler alert this shit right now because it's out there anyway. Yeah. Let's just get that done. All right. So if you don't want to hear this, fast forward or stop listening right now. Okay. Joel dies. Yep. Period. Right. I-, I I bring this up for a point because I guess that ruined everything for a lot of people because you end up playing as this uh as Abby, who's the clear antagonist or trying to be. Uh, and you just most people don't feel good about that. For me, the reason why it it just felt tropey is because okay, well, actually, when it happens, it's like well, if you play Last of Us One, which I'm not the ultra fan of that game, it kind of makes sense that somebody would be pissed off at them. Absolutely. So it's not like I get what they were going for. It just wasn't done well. And then by that time, like part of the downplay for the gameplay for me is. The repetitive, like I'm down for repetitive goriness, man. I'm, I love Gears of War. It's like one of my favorite gaming experience. You know, I can deal with over and over chainsaw massacres and shit. It's okay. I don't feed into it. But it's just a level on here, man. It's the opposite of man eater right now that I think you know people don't need. You know what I'm saying? And for sixty dollars, I can't. With that, anything said, I'm gonna say it now before I forget. I cannot currently say go out and spend sixty dollars on this game. Yeah. And Unless I'll, you're a real fan. I'll I'll add on to your point about the gore. Because I'm a long-time horror movie buff. You know this about me. Anybody who listens to the show, there is 100% a difference between fun gore and horrible, ultra-realistic, terrible gore that you just kind of dig into because it's there. I'll give you an example. I love horror movies. I do. I love zombie movies. Dawn of the Dead, Train to Busan, Night of the Living Dead, all those. Fun gore. Crazy, over the top, but fun. Now, Saw, those kind of movies, the torture porns, the hostels, I don't need that in my life. I don't own any of those for a reason, because for me, they're not fun. Maneater, I haven't played it yet. I want to, but it sounds like it's fun. It's enjoyable. You, you it's over the car. You make a good comparison, though. You make a good comparison, though. Saw... Like the first two saws, I could fuck with to a degree. To right? a degree, and yeah. that's kind of that, and that's kind of where this game is. You know what I mean? Now, once again, give me like I have room for changes. Like if I do finally finish the game, I mean, being that it's a story-driven game, because it's like I've had to fight so hard just not to fucking leak it for myself too. Like that, like it's a calamity of things. It's a bunch of things that have come together that have created this environment around this game for it yes. to be what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's besides me just grabbing the game itself, trying to be clear mind as possible. All it did was remind me of the controversy around it, as opposed to make me forget about yes. it. Yes, like that's all it does. It just it just energize. It just that's the energy that it has. It just magnifies the negativity around it because it's a negative fucking game. Which is another reason why I can't just suggest for people to go out just for mental health purposes, man. It's like for certain people, it'll be cool. And I might suffer through the rest of it. But the main reason right now, like I have time for it right now. Yep. Right. You know, I got, you know, if I I told you before, like if I didn't have time for this shit right now, 
I probably wouldn't be spending time on it. I'd be spending some time on some other shit. It also has nothing. There's nothing really major out right now that I wanted to play. Absolutely. Um, and I think, okay, for the graphics and some of the gameplay loop of it alone, at some point, I think it's worth playing um, off just that. But if you got to go into it with the right mind state and understand, like, if you can get it on the sale, then that's probably the best thing to do, if at all possible. Like, if you got a partner that played it, like the hard copy or something, just borrow it uh, or rent it even, maybe. If you really got to play it, rent it, it just for some of the gameplay portions of it and just just some of the aspects of it. But I wouldn't say don't support it at all type thing. You know what I mean? But just know what the fuck you're getting yourself into. Yeah, the mental space you're putting yourself in fucking with this game. It's not the kind of fun, distant, like Death Stranding. I didn't finish that game, but I could see how it's like your game of the year. Yeah, this game. I don't see how this is anybody's game of the year just based on it. You you have to have a story that compels you to go through the game to be on that kind of level. Yeah, and I. That's it. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. I wasn't making sense at their point. <laughs> I was gonna say though the the thing that I get excited about more than anything from coming from something like this is what other developers will do with Naughty Dog Tech or by taking the example from Naughty Dog. Because um, I always found the Uncharted games interesting, but they were never really my jam. Um, but then the Tomb Raider games came out, and I really enjoyed kind of what they did with that aspect. It's like Crash Bandicoot. I like Crash Bandicoot, but I enjoyed what Ratchet and Clank did with that kind of style. Um, so that's what I'm more interested in is seeing Last of Us Part Two, like the concepts behind it, go into play somewhere else, and to see what another studio will do with something similar to that. That being said, what I'm not seeing here is anything crazy innovative outside of the graphics. Um, but I have only, I'm only a couple hours into the game. So that may change. I may find something later on that's a little bit more innovative that I'm interested in seeing in future games. Um, the graphics are so dope. It, you're not going to really see anything as far as gameplay that you've never seen before. So I got to be careful when I say that. But it's like I've gotten to the point where I do Kegel jumps and find a lot of joy in breaking glass. Like some of those, like it's some, some of, the of those aspects that some shit in here is just like, well, like, wow. Okay. Like that, that. That is what kind of can push you along. And yeah. the gameplay loop isn't so difficult and annoying to the point to where you can't finish the game, per se. Like, I may go back. It just I, I can see anybody getting to a point, though, where they question whether or not they want to finish this game. Yeah. You see, like, it's literally probably 10 hours longer than it needs to be. Period. And that's the fucked up part. Like, if they shortened it, maybe, even, to where it just... I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. You know what I'm saying? But... Oh, I, just, I feel you, dude. Um, you know what I mean? But after playing two hours last night, I had to do an office binge to kind of wash some of the kind of just not just like I wasn't disgusted. I just felt grimy playing through it. Like Finkel shower, man. This has not been a funny show, uh, but it doesn't matter. It they doesn't don't matter. always have to be funny. No, that, that's not what we're here for. No, we're here to give you our opinions and talk about news and talk about games and let us know if you agree or disagree with our opinions. Please do. Um, like I said, next week we'll probably be back with a better review, mostly because I'm going to dedicate a lot of time to it this week. I know, Todd, you're a lot further than I am, um, and we may have a surprise next week, so stick around for that. Um, outside of that, 
skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com stt underscore pod on twitter instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod we have the tribe on facebook you can always join that uh there's a lot of great discussion we have a discord server uh discord's been really popping lately um so i, yes. go, I go in there yeah. a lot and see what yeah, shout out the discord and, and keep in mind, this is just a—it's still an initial reaction kind yes. of review, childish point thing. And I, we truly do want opinion. I, I would love for somebody else to give me a opposite opinion on this, Absolutely. or not even opposite, not even opposite. Just like if you enjoy the game, let me know yes. what portions of the game that you enjoy. Like I could see that as, as well. If you hate the game, let us know. Um, we probably will have a, a deeper discussion. Uh, and just for the algorithm purposes, man, if y'all want to fuck with us on iTunes, make sure you give us fives on there because that helps us out a lot. We're trying to get shit bumped back up. Um, of course, you can fuck with us on Anchor as well if you want to donate or whatever. It doesn't matter. Anchor. T-shirts, that other kind of shit. Um, Spotify. But yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, like, this has been weird. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes it's okay for it to be weird. We'll call this the, we'll call this one the weird one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense, man. Shout out to Tribe and all that comes with that. Absolutely. Well, let us know. Hit us up. Um, and as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Lesbian stories are hard to pull off, man. Mm-hmm.